the Back Row Morning Show with Matt and Mo. Welcome. It's Wednesday morning. We're glad to have you with us. <clears throat> or actually, I'm glad to have you with us. It's just me in the studio today. If you've been keeping up with us this week, uh, we're just doing kind of light morning shows, uh, shorter segments, and more music um, because we weren't able to actually record on the day that we typically record these shows. Uh, we normally record them on Saturday morning for the, the week, Monday through Thursday. And, uh, <clears throat> I wasn't able to do that because I wound up having to go to Dallas because my father had a chance to get a liver transplant. Uh, So if you've been listening since the beginning of the show uh, last month or month and a half ago, you know, each Monday I've been giving you kind of a recap of what's been going on in my dad's life. You know, he has cirrhosis of the liver, has had it for several years, and uh, it's kind of come to a head where something needs to be done or he's going to die soon. And, uh, so we all were told to go to Dallas and, uh, he's supposed to be getting evaluated to see if he can even be put on the list. He's got a lot of things against him. Uh, he's, he's older than what they typically like to put on the list. He's in bad health in several different ways. Uh, and he's supposed to be able to have a, a, uh, a warrior spirit is how the doctor put it to get up and get healthy and get ready to go whenever that transplant is given to him. And they got to be able to see that he'll do that before they even accept him and put him on the list. So, uh, you know, that's, that's the quick version of what's been going on. Um, but as of today, we were supposed to find out if he'll be put on the list or not. Uh, they've, they've been putting him through all these different tests, working on his kidneys, working on his potassium level, working on his uh, energy level, trying to get him to eat right, trying to get him to take his medicine correctly. He's got him on a, <clears throat> a low-sodium diet. I apologize. I'm dealing with a bit of a cold now, um, so my throat's trying to, to garbage out on me. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's midday, and we still don't know. They still haven't come in. They keep saying they're going to come in at some point. All these doctors were supposed to meet this morning and come to a decision and then let my parents know, and they still haven't. Uh, So I was hoping to have that answer for you for this show, but uh, it looks like I'll have to push that until tomorrow's show. Uh, Hopefully I'll be able to let you know whether or not he'll be on the transplant list at all. Uh, If if he's not, then uh, he'll be coming home. And the doctor said he's probably got, at the most, a couple months left before he'll likely slip into a coma and uh, won't come out of it. So that's kind of where we're sitting. It doesn't doesn't look good, but uh, I would appreciate some prayer. You know, I'm not averse for you guys praying for a miracle uh, because it does seem like a slim chance that, one, he'll be put on the list at all. But even if he does, it seems like a slim chance that he'll uh, survive long enough to get a liver 
And if he does get a liver, it's a slim chance that he'll survive the procedure or the recovery. So there's, there's you know, a whole narrow road here that he's got to go down without any missteps uh, in order to survive this thing, which uh, if he does, he'll come out and we'll probably get maybe up to five more years. Um, but if he doesn't, then uh, this could just be a disaster all around. Uh, we think we think he's spiritually ready. Uh, he hasn't been a believer his whole life, uh, but he has believed in what the Bible said, believed Jesus was a real person, and and uh, agrees with with the morality. And he's attended church a lot of his life. He's had every possible seed planted in his heart. So I know he knows the truth, and I know he knows the way, and. And my pastor has been talking with him one-on-one several times uh, over the past few months. And my pastor seems to think that he's made some sort of decision. He just doesn't have the all the Christianese you know, words and phrases that we typically like to hear, like uh, salvation and, and uh, prayer, you know, prayer of salvation and things like that. You know, he doesn't have that down. But the way he talks, he seems to understand and uh, he just doesn't like to talk about it with family, Uh, especially because every time he brings it up with my mom, my mom starts to panic and freak out because she's realizing that he's going to die soon. And uh, so he doesn't bring it up with family. And he even told my pastor that. Um, Of course, we can't ever really know, but uh, there's there's little else we can do. to plant seeds uh we i've i've talked to him multiple times throughout my whole life and uh i'm hoping that this will be the the wake-up call to get him to take that last step because i just i believe he's been right on the verge his whole life and i believe it's just been a bit of pride that's been keeping him back um so here's hoping that this has been a pride shattering experience um because you know above all Above his physical health, I'm I'm most concerned about his spiritual health because, frankly, I want to see him again. Um, so, if you could pray for that direction too, that that uh, if he hasn't made that decision, that he will. Uh, I'm a okay, fine with a deathbed conversion situation. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's where we stand. I'm not trying to be a downer. Uh, I'll perk up for the rest of this episode. Um, but that's, I promised I'd give you all an update and that's the update for today. I'll give you another update tomorrow. Hopefully I'll find out something before today is done and have some more info for you. Um, so until then, let's, uh, take a break. I'll come back later in the hour with, uh, with the holidays that we're celebrating today. And, uh, between now and then let's enjoy some, uh, some rap music cause it's hip hop hump day here on back row radio. And so you'll get a little bit extra rap music coming your way today. Uh, A little heavy-handed on the rap. We'll still have some uh, other hits, uh, recent hits, and and, uh, new stuff that we weren't able to add last Friday because uh, I was also in Dallas on Friday. Um, But uh, some some newer stuff. Get your morning going, and uh, I'll, I'll see you here shortly.
Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. Glad to have you with me this morning here on our light edition of this Wednesday morning. We got some holidays to celebrate. It is October 3rd. That means we're celebrating Balloons Around the World Day. Um, I don't know if that means celebrating the different kinds of balloons they have all over the world. I can't imagine there are that that many. Uh, we got the standard balloons. We got Mylar balloons, which can be in any shape. We have those Mickey Mouse balloons uh, from Disneyland. We have... Uh, uh, oh, we got the balloon animals. Uh, which I guess could also be in any shape. And then we got uh, hot air balloons. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's hot air balloons that you can travel around the world in in 80 days or whatever. Uh, I think they did that in one of the old Chipmunks movies too, didn't they? Go around the world in a hot air balloon? Anyway, <clears throat> uh, I come from New Mexico, which uh, every year in Albuquerque they host the... Uh, Balloon Fiesta, which is this just majorly big week-long party full of hot air balloons. Um, so, you know, we, we got a special place in our heart of our hot air balloons. But uh, I don't know if that's what it's about. I should, I should Google it. Let's Google it real quick. Come along with me on a journey to the world of Google. Nope. Nope. It's just about balloons. Made up holiday. Aims to spread cheer around the world. Celebrated. It says it's celebrated on October 1st. Oh, I'm confused. Because today's the 3rd. Why is this other website telling me that it's supposed to be on the 3rd? Well, whether it's on the 1st or the 3rd, enjoy your balloons. It means absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's also look at the leaves day. Of course, it's we're, we're, in, we're in autumn now. Starting to, starting to get pretty out. Uh, we got National Boyfriend Day. I'm assuming you're only allowed to celebrate that if you are unmarried. Um, National National Butterfly and Hummingbird Day. Um, why? Why are why are we celebrating both? Because it's not like National Butterfly Day and National Hummingbird Day. It's National Butterfly and Hummingbird Day. I'm confused. Uh, let's see. What's all this about? Another another trip through the world of Google. It doesn't it doesn't say why. Weird. <clears throat> um, I'm seeing a battle between Team Butterfly and Team Hummingbird. Let's raise awareness. Are they... Are they... Are they endangered? I don't understand. Everybody's just accepting it like it's a totally normal thing. Everything that I'm seeing here on the Google. It even says raise awareness. Raise awareness of what? That they exist? Somebody, somebody, anybody, help me out here. What is going on? Okay, here's another thing. Let's see. Uh, it's just... 
Okay, it has nothing to do with anything. It's just the fact that they're small and pretty and they fly around gardens. So they have that in common. You know, some of these holidays, I'm just going to say it, they're dumb. Speaking of, it's also National Kale Day. You can go die, National Kale Day. Who on earth likes kale? It's dirt personified as uh, a leafy green. Kale, I feel like kale is a joke that vegetarians are playing on us or something. Because that came out of nowhere. No one ever heard the word kale my entire life until like five years ago and suddenly it's a superfood it tastes like garbage it tastes like it tastes like it tastes like the earth farted into a head of cabbage so let's yeah I'm not celebrating that I will celebrate National Pumpkin Seed Day though uh, those are pretty darn good and National Techies Day celebrate the techies in your life Goodness gracious, what a weird day for holidays. I can't even handle it anymore. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more. i uh, got a couple cool news stories, a couple weird news stories uh, we're going to bring your way. And uh, I think this next one you're really going to enjoy. It made my heart flutter, uh, all a flutter. So uh, stick around. We'll see you at the top of the hour. Until then, enjoy Hip Hop Hump Day with a little more heavy-handed on the uh, rap and hip hop from today and yesterday. Stick around. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show, this light edition on Wednesday with just me, Matt, in the studio today. Got a couple uh, interesting things for you, but the first one we're going to talk about today is, uh, oh man, turn to my childhood. There was a time when I was a kid where we had this one specific brand of cereal that was unlike any other. I mean, sure, there were Fruity Pebbles out there. And there were other fruit-flavored cereals. But this specific one was the only one where the cereal itself was shaped like fruits. You had your banana. You had your watermelon. You had three different types of berries. You had orange slices. I remember the, uh, the came, I think it was, a, I guess it's called a wild berry that they added to it where they couldn't decide if it was going to be a, uh, a red berry shaped like grapes or if it was going to be a blue berry shaped like the, 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 the raspberry one. And they even held a vote for it. And you're supposed to vote by sending in these things because 
That's how you voted back then because there was no internet. And uh, and instead of actually going with the winner, they just combined it. So they made what looks like a flower with the blue petals and a red center. And I was upset with that. But you know what? I was it was I was even more upset when they decided to drop the fruit flavor the fruit shapes entirely and just go to different colored ball shapes. So of course if you haven't picked up by now, we're talking about tricks. Tricks are for kids with with uh, the rabbit. I don't even remember his name. Is his name Tricks? No, that can't be right. Trickster? Tricky? Trick bunny? Whatever, doesn't matter. Big white rabbit who uh, can never get his hands on a bowl of that a bowl of that delicious cereal. Well, as soon, as soon as they changed it to the ball shape, I was done. And they even tried to dress it up. Tried to dress it up by making swirly balls where they were two different colors that kind of swirled together, looked like little little cereal marbles. No, no thank you. I want my fruit shapes back. I want them to look like a bowl full of runts, pretty much. And, uh, well, here's the good news, folks. Oop, someone's ringing me. Here's the good news. It has not been... Shaped like fruit since 2006. It has been 12 years of this dumb, round cereal uh, nonsense. But finally, 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 Trix is coming back. Now, what will now be called classic Trix, uh, this, this actually relaunched back last year in certain areas, and I guess they were testing it. I know it was available in Canada for a short time. You might be able to get that now in Canada. But they're supposed to hit widespread on all store shelves this fall, so soon, any day now, they should show up in your store with a big purple sign on the front being held by the rabbit that says, Fruity Shapes are back. Um, Trix was the first fruit-flavored cereal, um, and it was created by, you know, it's General Mills. And it was uh, 1954, 1954 when it was launched. And I guess back then, it, uh, it was originally those round shapes. And so going back to those just boring round ball shapes uh, was actually the real classic tricks. That's how they started. It was in 1991 when uh, they brought back, or when they brought the shapes into existence. So, essentially, uh, fruit-shaped tricks is a 90s kid thing. Uh, and I was a 90s kid, so that's what I remember. I never remember them being balls uh, before 91. So, of course, <laughs> my, my plea is actually for them to go back to the non-classic tricks, but for some reason they're calling this classic tricks. Now it's confusing. Now it's just confusing. But either way, shapes are back, and that's all that really matters, folks shapes are back and that means my kids are going to experience tricks after all oh boy stick around we got some more hip-hop music coming your way and then some more news in a little bit
Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show on this light edition of Wednesday morning with just me in the studio today. Hopefully Mo will be back with us next week because we'll be able to record on our normal day. Uh, we talked about that at the top of the show if you are unfamiliar with what I'm talking about. Uh, in fact, I've brought it up at the top of every show this week. So if you still missed it, you can try and catch the top of the show tomorrow. Or you can go to backrowradio.com. Click on our podcast link, and it will take you to where you can find all of our discussion-y bits mashed together into a little podcast without any of the music, of course, because we don't have the music rights to put them in a podcast anywhere. Um, but certainly, uh, you can catch up on all the stuff that we talk about that way. And uh, you can go back all the way to the beginning of the show, and even before that, we have about three years' worth of podcasts that you can go listen to. Um, we've been doing this for quite some time. So, uh, you know, if you're ever bored, <laughs> well, we got stuff for you. So, you might have heard about this on, uh, on well, yesterday. You might have heard about this last night. If you didn't, then uh, where you at, homie? Uh, yesterday, there was a, a terror threat at a zoo. Uh, Denver Zoo was abruptly abruptly closed down uh, at about 4 p.m. yesterday due to what the zoo deemed to be a credible threat. Uh, They closed immediately. They rushed everybody out uh, nearly in a panic. Uh, They tried to house all the animals, uh, get them out of their their open areas, and uh, all because there was a threat sent in to the Denver Police Department that someone was going to crash a plane into the zoo. Now, uh, police have investigated, and uh, it only took about an hour after the, the uh, evacuation uh, news broke. But police investigated and found that the, cre- the, the, uh, the threat was not credible. Um, and the zoo is said to have opened this morning at its normal time. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's just, I don't understand the mentality of people. Now, if this was a, a, an actual terrorist out there who was just trying to, to stir up the nerves of people, I guess I understand that motivation, but typically this stuff is just from pranksters. Why? Get, I mean, get a life, man. I don't understand it. But anyway, the good news is. This was not a credible threat. The reason why it became such a, a uh, difficult thing to deal with at the time was because this was the, the uh, anniversary of the shooting in Las Vegas yesterday. <clears throat> and uh, that was a domestic terrorist event. And, you know, so people were already kind of on edge. People were already, already you know, remembering what had happened last year and how terrible that event was. And to get to the point where someone thinks it's the right thing to do, someone thinks that it's okay to call in a plane crash threat to a heavily populated zoo. Uh, Hopefully they find the person and that person is put in jail because he deserves to be in jail. He or she, I don't want to make assumptions, but still uh, just, yeah, it's weird. Don't just don't. It's never funny to joke 
about that kind of thing to play pranks on people that make them think that they could possibly die. That's just, it's never appropriate. Uh, young kids, you need to learn this now. Uh, we had a, we had an event that happened in our hometown, uh, in, in Clovis, New Mexico, uh, a little over a year ago, um, where a 16 year old, uh, went into our local library and shot four people, killed two of them. And, uh, for the days, the days after, like an entire week after every single day, some student or adult, uh, I believe several of them were students because they all, they all got caught themselves, called in more threats, made it appear like this guy was acting as a part of a team that was going to be having all these, these events happen throughout the town. There was one night where there were 50-some-odd bomb threats called in to our local police department. We're a small town. I mean, we're not tiny, we're only, but we're only about 40,000 people, which is not huge. And it sent our entire community in just this, this panic state after we were already grieving what had happened in the first place. And I just don't understand how, even as a teenager, you can have it in your mind that that is okay. That you're not going to get in serious trouble for it, or that that this is even something that should have ever crossed your mind. So, uh, I'm getting on a I'm getting on a rant and a soapbox. I'm, I need to calm down. I'm going to calm down. You know what? I need I need some rap music to uh, get me out of this funk. So stick around. I didn't I didn't intend it to go that direction. I apologize. I really really went off the handle. Uh, stick around. This is why Mo is usually here. Mo keeps me in check, and I keep her in check, and we try to keep it light. This is why I need my sidekick uh, across the table from me. So <laughs> uh, stick around. More hip hop coming your way from yesterday and today. When we come back, something lighter. I promise. Wednesday edition, this light Wednesday edition of the Back Row Morning Show with just Matt today. Glad to have you with me. I got five random facts heading your way as we speak. Number one, Britain's power stations have to learn television schedules to anticipate when they will when there will be a huge power draw as everyone turns on their electric kettles during a break in a soap opera or a sporting event. You Britons and your tea. All right, firefighters in Pana, Illinois, found a cock or Illinois. Sorry, Illinois found a cockroach infestation so massive that the city council agreed that the best option was to burn the house down. Uh, you know what? It's no joke. We had we we rented this house that was kind of falling apart, but it's all we could afford at the time uh, for about two years. 
And in the last couple months that we were there, there was a tree, a large tree. It was dead, uh, but it was still there in, in our front yard. Well, one day, a big hunk of it fell off, like a, just a giant, not even like a limb, like I mean like a third of it just collapsed off the tree. And so they, they cut the whole thing down, and when they, when they opened up the stump, it was filled with thousands of cockroaches. Uh, I had nightmares for about a year, and now they're probably going to come back from all the cockroaches. And so I can't imagine how many of them then moved into the house after being torn from their tree home. Uh, luckily, we got out of there, and we live in a house that's uh, relatively bug-free, uh, which is weird in our town. Uh, number three, the word, word burrito actually means little donkey in Spanish. Uh, donkey being burro, so this is burrito. Uh, I'm eating what? Uh, Will Smith would memorize the entire script of uh, his his episodes from season one of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and he would mumble the lines while they were being said. Um, some people think that's overkill, and it might be, but I remember when I was in third grade, we had a Christmas play coming up. And uh, I auditioned for it, but but I didn't get the part that I wanted, and I didn't audition for any other parts. But uh, they still let you have a copy of the whole script if you wanted it, and uh, if you were auditioning for it, and so they let me keep it. So I read that thing, and I memorized that entire script. Well, uh, it was heavily centered around the three wise men, and when one of the wise men developed the stomach flu three days before the performance... My teacher came to me and said, hey, I know you have this memorized. You're going to have to step in. And sure enough, I knocked the park, knocked it out the park. Even got my, my photo in the, the hometown newspaper. That was the first time I was ever in the newspaper. And, uh, yeah, it was a good memory. Good memory. Sorry for the kid that got sick. But uh, for me, anyway, it was a good memory. Uh, last fact, Steve Jobs did not let his kids use iPads and limited their use of technology to a bare minimum. You want to know why? Because Steve Jobs knew that this is just mind control on a massive level, putting everything in, in your pocket, keeping you a zombie for life. That being said, make sure you download our app. If you're only listening through the internet, you can listen anywhere by downloading the Back Row Radio app from your Google Play Store, from your Apple Apple iTunes Store, App Store, whatever it's called. And uh, I think it's, yeah, I think you can even get it on Kindle uh, from your Amazon App Store. So, uh, someone's someone's calling me. I don't know what that was. I should probably turn my phone off when I'm recording these things, shouldn't I? Anywho, those are your five random facts, and I'll be back to round out the show for the day in just a little bit. Until then, it's Hip Hop Hump Day, y'all, so enjoy some classic and new rap and hip hop music sprinkled in a little heavier in the mix this morning, uh, alongside some some newer and some, and some uh, deep tracks from other artists that you love so very, very much. When we get back, eh, I haven't decided yet. Stick around.
back to the Back Row Morning Show on Back Row Radio. Thank you for joining me on this light edition of our Wednesday program. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, tried to give you a, a good little taste of what we normally do uh, in our full show, which should be back in full swing by next week. Uh, make sure you join us tomorrow. Uh, we'll have another another one of these light episodes uh, with, with heavier on the music. But you know what? Tomorrow is Throwback Thursday. So you're going to want it to be heavier on the music because we're going to take it back in time, man, to the golden age of Christian radio. Uh, anywho, a uh, little bit of uh, news for you in case you didn't know about this. I, I didn't know. This is actually the first time I've heard about it, but apparently it's been going on for a little bit. Uh, this is uh, tomorrow is Bring Your Bible to School Day. And it's aimed at students, uh, elementary, teenage, college. Um, it's... Uh, it's tomorrow. I guess it's not always on the same day, uh, from what I can tell. Um, but what happens is that students across the nation will celebrate religious freedom and share God's love with their friends on Bring Your Bible to School Day. It's an annual event for students sponsored by Focus on the Family. Uh, the event is designed to empower you as a student to express your belief in the truth of God's word and to do so in a respectful way that demonstrates the love of Christ. So it's not about a protest. It's not about... Uh, fighting anything. It's simply about, in a respectful, kind, and loving way, sharing uh, your faith with anyone who is open to it. Uh, of course, it has to be student-led because teachers and adults are not allowed to do those kind of things in schools, but there's nothing that can stop you from having your religious freedom uh, you know, expressed. Um, and let's see. So what? So the question is asked, you know, why is it important to be involved in this? As a Christian student, you can be a powerful voice of hope at your school. And gosh, that's something that we really need these days uh, when all the adults are going crazy and doom and gloom and the world is going to end. Uh, in the Bible, it's often young people who lead the way for the rest of their culture by providing an example of spiritual boldness and taking a courageous stand for their belief in God. And we see this in the books of Daniel and Esther. Uh, which tell the stories of a young man and a young woman who, despite their youth, had the courage to share God's truth and love with an unbelieving culture. The New Testament also speaks of the difference you can make in uh, 1 Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech and conduct and love and faith and in purity. So uh, that's, that's, that's the main reason behind it. Uh, it's, it's about you know, showing the best part of our faith. To the world around us. Uh, too often, the unbelieving world only hears about Christians from a negative standpoint. It only hears about the, the Christians that are complaining about this or that, or griping about this or that, or voting against this or that, or boycotting this or that. And they don't hear about the actual love of Christ, which without love, it's nothing. Without love, we have nothing. Anything that we say or do is nothing. It's worthless. It's garbage. It's, it's noise. And with love, it's everything, because God is love. That's what this whole message is about. So spread that message. Uh, they encourage you to also get involved by, where is it at? By sharing the, with, uh, with the hashtag, bring your Bible, uh, a pic of you and your Bible on the day at school. So take a selfie, you and your Bible. And uh, share it all over social media with hashtag bring your Bible. We like to see them. That'd be pretty cool. All right. So do that if you're so inclined, students. And uh, that's tomorrow morning. So don't miss it. Let's end the show with uh, a quote for the day and a verse for the day. 
So your verse for the day is... Uh, do, 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 do. Here it is. First Peter 1.3. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And your quote from the day is uh, advice from Family Life Today. It says, when you give a kid a smartphone, they are one click away from the best part of human nature and one click away from the deepest, darkest, scariest part. Uh, so that being said, you know, put some some monitoring software or some family software on that thing, eh? Uh, you're never going to be able to protect your kids fully, but uh, it's always good to be seeing what they're seeing. You know, it's 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 uh, it's not wrong to not trust them to do the right thing with their phone all the time, <laughs> uh, especially when it's so easy. Oh, goodness gracious. I think that's all I have the, the energy for today. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Well, I'll see you tomorrow morning on, on our final light episode this week. And uh, I can't wait because, again, it's Throwback Thursday, and that just might be my favorite day of the whole week. Uh, you have a great week. If you need us, we'll be in the back.